You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back here for another edition of Locked On Tigers. Thank you for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. As you all know, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. We're back. What's up, everybody? It's been a minute. We weren't back, but now we're back. The season ended. News got to get slow right when the season ends. I have a certain amount of episodes I did every month. We threw the RJ Pettit interview out there on Friday. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. It's awesome. Super cool insight on how the uh, how the player development side of the Tigers organization works and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, but we're back. Today's show is going to be all about the 40-man roster. We're going to take a look at the 40 as a whole and uh, just go almost player by player and just go through everybody who's either a lock to be on the 40 next year, maybe is up in the air on if they're going to be on the 40 next year, and candidates to get chopped from the 40 uh, throughout free agency. There, there, I'll be honest with you, I see a lot of movement this offseason in this 40-man roster. A lot. So I think this is, that this is kind of a, uh, a fun episode, if I can pronounce my words correctly. So, welcome. Today is, what is today? Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. Really, really fun episode. I, I love doing... Uh, I love doing episodes like this. I think the creativity and freedom that comes with the off season uh, sometimes it's going to be difficult. You know, when we're in the middle of like December and no one's made a move in two weeks, it's going to be a little tough. But I think as a whole, uh, there, there's a lot of cool stuff we can do this off season. So, without further ado, let's let's uh, let, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. Forty man, all three segments. Going to uh, we might do some playoff talk at the end, I guess. Uh, I kind of want to do like a playoff reminiscent, reminiscing, that's the word, episode. Playoff baseball is my favorite thing on this planet. Um, and I just think it'd be super fun to kind of look back at like cool Tigers playoff moments. Maybe we could like rank them. I love ranking stuff. I love ranking stuff. So maybe we could like rank... Tigers postseason moments, like the top 10, is that excessive? I don't know, we'll figure it out, there's a lot of fun stuff we can do. Alright, let's get into this 40 man though, uh, This I'm really excited for this because I think that there's a lot of potential movement here. So basically, I have the 40 man roster in front of me, it is sorted by pitchers, then catchers, then infielders, then outfielders, I believe it is in alphabetical order by last name so you can kind of get a feel for who's coming up next and who's at the start and all that first up we have Tyler Alexander this is this is almost a lock for me this is like 90% he's going to be on the 40 man next year no reason for him not to be he he uh, had an amazing second half of the season Stepped up in a very, very big way uh, when when we had some starters go down with injuries. He's a lefty. That in itself 
raises value, whether you like it or not. Um, this is this is very close to a lock. Very, very close to a lock. Tyler Alexander, very much going to be on this team next year. The only situation in which he wouldn't is if he was part of a trade package. Um, or, I, I mean, there's, there's like eight people, minimum, maybe even more, that would get kicked off the 40-man before him if we signed somebody. So I, this is... This is really like, uh, uh, he's not like like Miguel Cabrera or Jonathan Scope or something. So I can't like a hundred percent lock him, but he's about as close as you can get to that without being that. Matthew Boyd is an interesting one. Uh, Matthew Boyd, it, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be interesting. He still has a year left on arbitration. Uh, I would imagine that they are going to try and avoid the arbitration and just offer him a one-year deal somewhere in the middle of what both of them want. But he also was hurt for so much that maybe they can just super lowball him. I don't know. I fully expect him to be on this team next year, however. Uh, I Oddly enough, I think I'm actually less confident in Boyd than I am Tyler Alexander. Not that I think either of them won't be on the 40-man next year or on the team next year, but, you know, boy, we, we could... It, there's some weird reality where we non-tender Matt Boyd. I, I don't think that's this reality, but there is probably one where that's a thing. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Matt Boyd is definitely one of the people that I have circled as, like, most interesting people to watch for heading into... Uh, this offseason because I, there's a lot of different possibilities with him. He could be traded with a year left of control. Uh, he could be non-tendered straight up if there's no market for him and we're kind of tired of it. He could be extended to like a multiple-year deal. That's not out of the question at all. His value will probably uh, never be lower than what it is right now after being bad in 2020 and hurt most of 2021. I don't know. I really don't know. There's there's a lot that could happen with Boyd. Uh, Drew Carlton up next. This is one of the first. One, this is the first. I mean, it's the third name we're reading, I guess. But this is the first one where. Um, uh, th- this is a, a very easy candidate. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is a very easy candidate to not be on this team next year. Not be on this forty man next year. Uh, if he were to get put on waivers. Or DFA'd and, and tried to get off the 40-man. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what the market is for him. He's going to be 27. I don't know whether some bad team out there would uh, would pick him up off of waivers or not. I, I don't really know what kind of market there is for him. But uh, this is definitely a candidate to, if, if we make some signings in free agency... Uh, I would imagine Drew Carlton would be one of the first names that would um, be on the board for for people to potentially uh, get moved to make room for a new signing. He's in his two arb, I think, or just was in his two arb. But it it really, even if we don't make a signing, uh, I I think Drew Carlton is very much a uh, a candidate to to not be on this forty man anymore. Jose Cisnero. As close to a guarantee as you can get. Uh, one, one of the biggest locks in this entire 40-man. Miguel DePozo. 
is an interesting one. Um, I, I, I would say he's going to be kept on there until, well, we still got a whole off season of, of arbitration and re-signing period and stuff. I would say Del Pozo probably is is uh, a candidate to not be on this team. Probably one that you're looking at for uh, to get to get not brought back, not necessarily moved, but just not retained. Uh, lefty, not bad. He's going to be 30 next season. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just it doesn't seem like. Um, does, doesn't doesn't seem like someone that they're gonna go all out to try to retain. That, that's just another bullpen arm, um, and yeah, we had, had a, a fine year, I guess, but definitely a candidate to not be on this team next year. Alex Fiedo will obviously be here next year. Uh, it's just a matter of his uh, his health. He will certainly be on the forty man when he is healthy. It's just a matter of when that is. Uh, Jason Foley, uh, I would be shocked if he was not on the 40 man. I don't think he makes the opening day roster as it stands on October 13th. Um, but we still have a whole off season of signings and moves to make. So it's, it's definitely too far to say for major league roster wise, we're, we're way too far away for that. But for the 40 man, I, I would be, I would be pretty surprised if he wasn't on the, uh, on the 40 man next year. Michael Fulmer, if Michael Fulmer is on this team next year, he will be on the 40-man next year. Simple as that. Kyle Funkhauser will be on the 40-man and will be on the Major League roster. One of the uh, one of the, the bigger locks in the organization as well. Ronnie Garcia. Ronnie Garcia, for those who don't remember, was our Rule 5. Not this past year when we took Badu, but the year before in 2020. Um, I, I, he's not good. He was hurt like all this year. He's not good. I I can't imagine that Ronnie Garcia will be on this forty man next year. Brian Garcia, another person I I cannot imagine being on this forty man next season. Um, really struggled this year I know he had a good ERA in 2020 but if you look at like the underlying numbers he really was not that good just got super lucky in a shortened season um, dude can't strike anybody out as a one inning late back end reliever I, I I don't know I've never really seen a, a future with him on here uh, I know we have the like escape artist meme and we have a good time with him but uh, I, I I think we've probably seen Brian Garcia's last game. In a Detroit Tigers uniform, uh, Derek Holland, I cannot imagine will be on this team next year either. The dude is uh, going to be in his mid-30s. While he had a decent stretch in the middle of the season, like post-All-Star break, had a nice little stretch there, and he's a lefty out of the pen. Uh, I, 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 I just can't see us bringing back a... 36-year-old lefty that had like a 6 ERA, and I really can't see that happening, so Derek Holland, probably gone, Drew Hutchinson, again, uh, for as cool of a story as it was for him to work his ass off to get back to the majors, can't really imagine that they're going to bring back 
a 32-year-old that's been in the minors for like most of the last two, three years and wasn't that good. Um, I, that, that seems like seems like the Drew Hutchinson era is probably over. Uh, and then before we go into the break, we'll end with Joe Jimenez. No, we're going to start next one with Joe Jimenez because that's a super interesting one. Okay, uh, let's get into our first break. Got to talk to you guys about rockauto.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With all the ever-increasing numbers of makes and miles, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers. You have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money. When using Rock Auto, why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even a new carpet. So go explore the easy to use website today and find the solution to all of your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. And see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on to the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we send you amazing selection, lively low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And we are back here for another edition of Locked on Tigers. Thanks for making Locked on Tigers your first listen every day. Free and available on all platforms. All right, let's get into uh, the segment two of our 40-man roster frenzy, bonanza, whatever you want to call it. Joe Jimenez. This is an interesting one. I could do uh, an entire 30-minute show on the Joe Jimenez situation. Next year will be his ARB 2. His arbitration 2. I think he made less than $2 million last year. If the ARB settlement was is is around the same, which I can't, it's, it has to go up legally, has to go up from what it was last year. But I can't imagine it's going up too terribly much over the season he had. Uh, but it's an interesting one. It's really an interesting one. I, I he struggled the past two years mightily. Uh, I mean, I guess you could even go back to the the second half of 2019. He's really struggled. Since his all-star season, he's really struggled. Uh, It's it's not a guarantee at all. Uh, I I would say I'm pretty close to 50-50, I would even say, to be honest with you. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. I, I don't think they'd go to arbitration. I think that they would probably, well, maybe they're really confident they can win Arb because of how bad he was this year and how really bad he's, like I said, he's been the last couple of years. I don't know, man, but they could just non-tender him. They could just say no. And like, that's very much not out of the question. He's going to be 27. Dude was in triple A. For like a solid part of this season at 27. Three years removed from an all-star appearance. I don't know, man. I I, I, I would... I'm, 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 I'd lean 
Torty's coming back and he'll be on the 40 man next year. I'll definitely lean that way because he's already here and he's still in arbitration. But it is really not out of the question at all for Joe Jimenez to be non-tendered. I mean, there were rumors circulating that he almost was a non-tender candidate last year. And this year did not make his status with the team any better. I don't know. Joe Jimenez is easily one of the most... Uh, to watch people going into the uh, the tender deadline here in the next couple of weeks on on this team easily. Ian Kroll, I don't, I don't know with Ian Kroll. He he's he's it's interesting. Like he's he was out of baseball, right? Like the story about him coming back this year was already so wild. He, he was completely out of the sport. Um. I don't know. I, 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 I guess he's really one where, where this might sound like a cop-out, but it's true. He's one where either one would not surprise me at all. I guess that'll be my answer for Ian Kroll. If, if, he's, if he's not brought back at all and, and is just, you know, best of luck, hopefully you stick somewhere else, would not surprise me in the slightest. If they gave him like a minor league deal for 500 k for organizational depth, also... Would not surprise me whatsoever. So I think that's probably where I where I stand with Ian Crow. Wouldn't surprise me either way. Alex Lang will certainly be on this forty man next year. Matt Manning, a, a one of the biggest locks on the team. Casey Mize, also one of the biggest locks on the team. Tarek Skubal, one of the biggest locks on the team. Gregory Soto, a lock. Uh, Spencer Turnbull uh, will be on the IL pretty much all of next season. But uh, so, so when you're on the IL, you're not on the 40 man. So I guess that's weird. He'll be on the team, and if if he becomes healthy in the last month of the season or whatever, he'll be on there. But he he certainly won't uh, be on the active 40 man for all of next year because of Tommy John, Julio Tehran, no gone. Jose Urania, no gone. Okay, so that leaves three more pitchers: Willie Peralta, Nivaldo Rodriguez, and Joey Wentz. Willie Peralta is a fascinating one because he pitched way more than we ever could have asked for him, which I've said a billion times on this show. I'm sorry. He, he's gone above and beyond tenfold what we asked for him, what we asked from him. It will be interesting to see if he has created a market for himself like outside of the Detroit Tigers, right? It'll be interesting to see whether he's created a market for himself to uh, actually get like a major league contract or he certainly earned at least another minor league depth deal like he got this past year. He certainly earned another year playing professional baseball. It's just a matter of whether... He did enough to get a like one year, your uh, like guaranteed one hundred percent major league deal, or whether he's going to be in the organizational depth business again. If he got enough, if he did enough to create a a small, no matter how small, a small market for himself to be a back end rotation slash long reliever, 
at at to get a major league contract, I don't think the Tigers bring him back. If the market is pretty similar to what it was last year, and he's just looking for organizational depth again and, and will be up and down wherever he goes, I think there's a really good chance that he comes back. So that's where I stand on Willie Peralta. Nivaldo Rodriguez, young kid. Uh, I, I, there's, I, I, I mean, just in the time that we've done this, I see several names. I would rather knock off the 40 man than, uh, than send this kid. I mean, he's about, he's going in, he's 23 now, I believe, or I think he's only 20. No, yeah, he's 23 now. Um, so I, I can't imagine that they would risk losing him and, and kick him off the 40 man at the expense of one of these, you know, older guys that, that isn't going to be around. So I, I, I think he's probably safe. I, I don't expect to see him in the majors, like at the beginning of next year, but maybe, you know, with injuries and stuff, maybe come up at some point, he'll be, a, he'll be a fun one to watch. I think some people will like him. Um, only other pitcher is Joey Wentz. And that's a very interesting one to end on. Joey Wentz is one of my favorite prospects. Uh, I have always been a big believer in Joey Wentz ever since the Shane Green trade. I really liked it at the time. I really liked him. Um, I, I, I thought that I viewed him as a as a potential back-end rotation piece uh, for the future of this team. Now... Joey Wentz got Tommy John, missed a lot of time. Uh, he's a lefty, 24 years old, I believe, at the current moment. Um, I just turned 24, actually. I'm looking at his birthday. Just turned 24 like a week ago. So next year will be his age 24 season. Um, it's it's tough. He really has... has it's going to be really interesting because of how he's looked since coming back from Tommy John. He's had some decent performances. Uh, he's also had some really bad performances. The biggest thing is the innings pitch. And I know that they're easing him into it. And I know that it is not an indication of like him or anything. It's the organization. Uh, but, but a whole year of going two to three innings. Next year will be a big year for him. I, I would be shocked if he wasn't on the 40-man. I'll, I'll say that. I, I don't think that... He's a candidate. To, like I said, there's so many other people that you would kick to the curb before him. Uh, but I don't think it's entirely out of the question either. It's not not impossible, I should say. This is like this is like what I said Tyler Alexander was, but in reverse. Wait, no, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. I, I'm saying I, I would I. Definitely think he'll be on the 40-man next year, but there is a small chance that if the organization were to make a ton of moves, that he would be one of the people they gave up on. I don't think it'll happen. Like I said, so many people they, that they that would leave first, I don't think there's actually a real chance of it happening, but the, the chance is there. Well, I'll do some analysis on uh, on Wentz at some point later uh, later in the offseason. Okay, let's get into our last break, and then we'll finish up with the position players. 
Got to talk to you all about BetOnline.ag, back and better than ever, all eyes on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college action. With the new updated site interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. But online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. But online, where the game starts. All right, everybody, we are back here for our final segment of Locked On Tigers. Great to be back in your eyes and ears. Not your eyes, back in your ears. Okay, let's get in through the catchers because I think that'll be pretty quick. Eric Haas, guaranteed to be on the team next year. Jake Rogers, guaranteed to be on the team but not on the 40-man because he will be on the IL the entire season. And when you're on the IL, you're not on the 40-man. Dustin Garneau, one-year deal. Can't imagine he'll be around next year. Uh, But uh, certainly wasn't bad in the role he stepped up in. We're going to be in the catcher's market this offseason which is why I don't think Garneau would have a place on this team. But I think he has earned himself another, you know, backup catcher slash like organizational depth role somewhere. He, he had a he had a very respectable season, given the role we gave him. And lastly, Grayson Griner. Grayson Griner is not good. Um, I I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, it's difficult because he's only, he's in, he's in his ARB one. This year would be his ARB one. I, he's, he's a, he's very much a, uh, a non-tender candidate, very much a candidate for someone for, for us to not even take the arbitration. That being said, we saw how quickly our catchers got ran through this season with injuries uh, they, they might keep him around for organizational depth. If his arbitration is like a million dollars, like why not, I guess. Um, he'll be an interesting one. I, I don't. Ex- he, he better not be on the major league team on opening day. But uh, he, he might be the, the Mud Hens opening day catcher. He, he might. I don't know. That, that'll be an interesting one to see. Griner is someone to keep an eye on for. Infielders, Miguel Cabrera, the biggest lock in the entire organization. Jamer Candelario, maybe the second biggest lock in the entire organization. No, I'd say like Mize, Mize and Scooble are probably bigger locks than Jamer. Not that Jamer isn't an absolute lock because he is, but you know, there's there's always some willy nilliness that could that could happen uh, with with Jamer. I don't know, like a trade or something weird. The infielders then get pretty weird, to be honest with you. Like, none of them are, are well, no, none of them. Isak Paredes is a lock to be on the 40-man next year. Absolute lock. Jonathan Scope, a lock to be on the 40-man next year. So now we're left with a bunch of people that I would say are not locks. Zach Short, Nico Goodrum, Harold Castro, Willie Castro. Okay? Zach Short... Zach Short... Oh, I don't know. He's one that I go back and forth on a lot. I, I I think a large piece of what happens with Zach Short will be what happens with the uh, with the our, our free agency. 
I think if we sign up big name shorts, well, okay, so Nico I think might be toast. I think Nico might be gone. Harold Castro might stick around. They're, these guys are all just like like toss ups. Harold Castro might stick around, but like, and like he had a high batting average, and that's great. But like he he did have like a comfortably sub seven hundred OPS, and isn't like a plus plus defender really anywhere. So he's an interesting one. I would I would think Harold Castro is probably here. Nico Goodrum. Nico, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Nico might have played his last game as a Tiger, or Nico might be one of those guys they bring into spring, and at the end of spring training, say see ya. I don't know. Nico's Nico's one that is is very tough at the current moment. A lot of these will be determined by free agency as well. Uh, well, not a lot of these. Some of these will be determined by free agency as well. Zach Short, I would say, is a candidate to get the boot. Um, I, I think they value a lot of these other infielders ahead of him, especially if they go out and sign one. Like, if we sign a big-name shortstop, Zach Short and Nico Goodrum could both be to the curb. Willie Castro will be here. I'm pretty confident in that. Will he be a major leaguer? That I am not confident in at all. I, I I would honestly I would venture to say probably not an opening day major leaguer. But he will be on this 40 man. He's gonna be what 25 going into next season, or turn 25 early in the middle of next season. Um, he is he is certainly. Going to be on this on this forty man. It's just a matter of uh, he has an option left as well. It's just a matter of of uh, how much major league time he gets. Nico Harold and Short though are are all really interesting people to keep an eye on as we head into the tender deadline. Then the outfield I think is pretty easy, probably the easiest position. Badu guaranteed, Daz Cameron guaranteed, Robbie Grossman guaranteed, Derek Hill guaranteed. Then we get Jacob Robson and Victor Reyes. Uh, Robson, I, I don't think, is on this 40-man next year. I Honestly, I think Robson's probably one of the first people booted off the 40-man this offseason. I think he's probably one of the first people to go. I, I can't imagine that he's a, he's a long-tenured major leaguer or even 40-man kind of rosteree at this point. Um, Victor Reyes, who knows, man, I'm done trying to guess with him. (laughs) This dude is ridiculous. Every year you say, no, he surely can't sneak his way onto the roster again. And then he plays 80 games for you and you go freaking okay, dude. So I'm not even going to try to, to say, honestly, he'll probably be here. Uh, let's just, let's just call it what it is. Victor Reyes will probably be on this 40 man. And who knows? He, he might whisper in Al's ear and, and convince him to be uh, like the opening day right fielder for all I know. This dude is, has some magic in his fingers and, and, and just is always around. <laughs> Ridiculous. So I, I, I think Victor Reyes is, will probably be here, whether I like it or not. And that's everybody on the current 40 man.
So there you go. Thank you for listening. I thought this was a really fun show. I really liked the idea. Um, yeah, we'll have plenty of other stuff this week. We can talk some playoff baseball later in this week if you guys uh, just want to do like general baseball talk instead of just the Tigers since it's kind of slow right now. Uh, we can also start the individual player evaluations. Go super in-depth uh, per episode on like one person going forward. We can do whatever. So, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Um, is that it? Yeah, I think that's all I have. See you all tomorrow. See you all Thursday. Um, peace and love. Go to Therapy's Dope. And I will catch you all tomorrow. Go Tigers, baby.